Hey, hey, ho, ho, I'm back with a new episode. Hey, 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 ho, 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 I'm back with a new episode. Hey, <laughs> I know I come back with something new every time I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back with the jump off. That's neither here nor there. But welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. I am your host, Red. Hey, how you doing? I have missed you and I know you have missed me, or at least I hope you miss me. If you didn't, that's kind of rude. Um, <laughs> but let's jump into this new episode, shall we? Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Hey, how you doing? Like, how are you today or tonight whenever you listening to this um, if you laid up with your boo or you're not, or you're not, if you don't have a boo, it's fine. You laid up with, never mind, I'm not, I'm not going to say that, but how are you? Like, how is your spirit? How is your mental state right about now? Because honestly, <laughs> I have been on an emotional roller coaster, like trying to figure out what to record, trying to figure out what to say, how to say it, and your girl, your girl's spirit has been heavy, her, her, my soul has been heavy, like, I had, I didn't post last week, let's, let's get into this, I didn't post last week, I, my, it's, I know I sound like one of the people, like, oh my gosh, my dog, no, but, my dog passed away and I've had my dog buddy for over 20 years and he wasn't even just a pet anymore he was a family member like and it'll probably be a minute before I get another dog but that has been and he was my papa's dog as well he was like for to me my last physical connection to my papa so that took a toll on me for a few for a few days and then seeing everything that's going on in this world seeing the protests the riots the another black man has been killed listen rest in peace to George Floyd rest in peace to Rashad Brooks um I touched on I believe in my previous episode before this one or Shanita, that's what previous means. Never mind. But in my previous episode, I talked about the Ahmad Arbery case. I talked about the Breonna Taylor case before it really started getting fraction and really started becoming a mainstream case. But it's like, what do you do? How do you bring joy to people? How do you try to at least put on this mask of telling jokes and making people laugh and feel good to help them forget about their day when all of this that's going around going on around you is having an impact on you, having an impact on your mindset, on <clears throat> excuse me, how it's having an impact on your spirit. I had a day where I just wanted to cry. I just want to cry all day. I want to stay in bed and I just want to cry. It's like my soul needed to weep. 
for the lives that were taken unjustly for the children who don't who no longer have their parents who for the parents who no longer have their child because they were taken unjustly listen I don't know if I'm gonna say something during this episode that's gonna make you feel better or excuse me briefly forget about what's going on but I hope I do I hope I can make you feel at least a little bit lighter I hope I can put a smile on your face at least once so for a good 30 seconds the the trauma the bullshit that's going on in this world that's the best way I can put it subsides it eases because the things that's sticking out to me that's extremely crazy especially with the Rashad Brooks case and the George Floyd case was they were killed I believe I haven't to be honest I have not watched either video because I I it's already weighing heavy on me but what's crazy is in my previous episode I've talked about this woman who she you know she said she was a country girl and she legit was getting the ticket all she had to do was sign the ticket all she had to do was sign saying she was gonna pay the $80 no I don't want to do that I'm not gonna do that and she took the cop on the chase they got her when they got her out the car was trying to get her out the car she fought she kicked she she swung whatever the case may be and they told her several times we're going to tase you we're going to tase you we're going to tase you and they tased her and that was it they tased her and then she they put handcuffs on her and put her in the back of of the police car now with Rashad Rashad and with George that didn't happen I saw a story pop up on my Facebook news feed of this young black man who simply ran through a stop sign. He pulled in his yard, he gets out or he goes to get out and he a cop pulls in and immediately draws his gun. So this older white woman, y'all can pull the taser out on her, but you automatically reach for your gun when it's a black man. How? why why and then it's you don't care i saw another story another black life has been taken and he told the person i can't he told the cop i can't breathe the cop told him i don't care how do you not care about a life i don't care if you don't like this person for the color of their skin how can you consciously consciously take a life with no issues it's like you get tired of seeing certain things on your timeline. You get you get aggravated. You get your heart get heavy. And then people are legit capitalizing on our pain. I have never in all my time of having social media seen so many people trying to sell Black Lives Matter shirts. Um, I can't breathe. No justice, no peace shirts. It's like now you 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 capitalizing off of this person's death. Off of the death of George Floyd. 
I've never been, I've never had so many advertisements of I can't breathe and I, you know, Black Lives Matter, different type things like that. Like this is a trend. People sometimes feel like this is a trend. And I really did not mean to talk about this this long. I didn't. I meant to say a little piece and then keep it pushing. But this is something that needs to be said. Like right now, it feels like a trend. Right now, it feels like a trending topic on Twitter that is going to go away. That's going to subside after a few days. After Even though these protests have been going on for like a few weeks now, it's, it feels like it honestly is going to go away. It feels like right now you have influencers who it's a bandwagon type thing. It's a bandwagon mentality. Some people really understand why they're protesting and understand why they're doing what they're doing. Other people, it's, okay, well, they're doing it. Oh, yeah, this seems important. Oh, we should get out. We should join in on this. And it's a bandwagon mentality. And it's a trend, like I said. This is a whole movement. This isn't something that's on the on your top Twitter feed. I, my soul has been heavy seeing people speak on different Black Lives Matter, speak on people losing their lives. It's like almost every other day it's a new hashtag. And at some point you get numb. And I hate for I would hate for us to get numb to this. Black man, black woman, black child, black girl, black boy, you are important, you are loved. If you don't understand it or you don't hear it on a regular basis and you don't hear it when you need to or like you should, you hear it from me. You are important. You are God created. God makes no mistakes when he created you. You are loved beyond all measure. You are important. You are strong. You are brave. You are beautiful. You are put here for a purpose and for God's greatest plan. Don't let anybody tell you different. Don't let this media show you or attempt to show you different. There's no rules, no regulations on what you can do. God placed you here for a purpose and for a reason and you will achieve it. Point blank period. End of discussion. Now let's jump into unique thoughts because this has taken longer than I wanted it to. So let's jump into unique thoughts. We are back. Um, for those of you who are new, usually my segments go just scrolling, unique thoughts, hey honey, all of that. Um, and I don't even think I said it the last segment, but we're gonna merge just scrolling and unique thoughts into one segment <laughs> because yeah, it was it was a lot. My my first segment just scrolling. That, that was a lot. And like I said, I wasn't planning on recording or it being that long. I was going to say something real quick and then jump into, you know, the stories or whatever. But that was just something that was weighing on me. Even now, I just talked to my mom and she was telling me stories that have come across her, you know, her feed and stories about people are being found hung. 
and just we gonna we gonna move along and, and keep it pushing um so I'm gonna let you we reach unique thoughts I'm sorry that just took me out of here um Lord just that quick But we're going to jump into unique thoughts. Just scrolling slash unique thoughts. Unique thoughts. Usually I give you my commentary on something I've come across on the internet. Or I give you a story time because my life is my life, honey. And, you know, I was doing my regular thing. Procrastinating, avoiding, folding clothes, washing dishes. All of these other things, um, you know, that you normally do when you don't feel like doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I was just scrolling across this ghetto-ass internet. And I don't know if you all listen to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Um, <laughs> but there's a lady on there, Shirley Strawberry. And they, she uh, do these things called Strawberry Letters. Basically, people write in and they want Steve Harvey's advice or, you know, Miss Shirley Strawberry's advice on whatever they're going through in their relationship. Okay, so it, and it's called Strawberry Letter. So this particular one that I came across on Instagram, this woman had been dating this guy for two years, right? She's never been to his apartment, his house or whatever. She was like, the things that this man has taught me mentally and sexually, I like, I'm just beyond basically in love and I... You know, I can't bear losing him. She, in two years, she's never been to his house, his apartment, whatever. She's never met any of his family members besides his twin girls and the mother of his child. And that was because they just happened to run into each other in Target. And she's never, they've never spent a night together in two years. He, she, um, his birthday was like three days before Christmas he didn't she didn't get to see him on his birthday um she didn't get to see him on Christmas she didn't get to see him on Valentine's Day or New Year's um they New Year's Eve he went to New Year's Eve he went to church without her now when you can't like lady ma'am excuse me um when he don't at least invite you to the house of the Lord you got to know something is going on but he went to New Year's Eve. He went to church. He came over New Year's Day to make it up to her. Um, he didn't get to see her for val. Uh, she didn't get to see him for Valentine's Day. He came over the next day with flowers, ma'am. Like, but he, she doesn't want to say anything to him because he said her, his last girlfriend nagged her. They weren't together on their one year anniversary because he had work or something like that, and she doesn't tell him how she's feeling because he said his last girlfriend nagged and nagged and nagged him and she doesn't want to risk telling him what she's feeling to lose him baby let him go because this man is married this man is full-fledged he got full full-fledged family listen two years you ain't been in his house his he said or she told she said to Shirley Strawberry that in the letter that basically uh, he said she can't come over because he doesn't have furniture yet 
and the house isn't really put together and he wants all of that to be squared away before she can come over and he wants she I think the title of this letter was my man doesn't make me a priority or he I feel like my man put me on the back burner sweetie you putting yourself on this back burner you putting yourself on the back burner the front burner the back left eye the one that don't work all the time you putting yourself in the oven at this point to bake until you're ready on 350 for 45 to 50 minutes like ma'am he got a full family sweetheart my love sweetie honey sugar plum honey bunches like all the signs are there and she was like i don't want it to be what my subconscious is saying okay all right um so you're gonna take this man at his word uh he works weird like he works a lot and he works weird hours da da da, da. ma'am he has y'all haven't spent the night together in two years that's because he can't think, figure out a good enough lie to give his wife as to why he was out all night and did not come home. He, you ain't go to church with him. His family go to church. He, he ain't good with the pastor and the deacons. He got he he might even go to Bible study. He can't have you showing up there and messing all that up for him because he has to portray, portray this image that he's a good family man. Ma'am, block this man. He don't want you, honey. He don't want you. He don't want you. It's been two years. That's two years of your time wasted, basically. Because, like I said, no, you don't get holidays. Baby, like, sir, if you was going to have a side chick, at least let her know she was going to be the side chick. And, ma'am, I need you to wake up and realize that you are the side chick. You the side, you not even side chick at this point. You a full blown chicken. You you baby, you not even riding the bench no more. You done been recruited to sweetie, sweetie. Want more for yourself? Cause right now you are an option for him. You're not a priority, and you are never going to be a priority. His wife and his kids is his priority, and he's not leaving them for you. Even if he come out and say, flat out say, yes, I have somebody, but we're not doing good right now, I'm going to leave her for you. He ain't going to leave her. All right, let's move along. So, scrolling across this ghetto-ass internet again, and I came across this clip from Mari, right? Mari, y'all know you are not the father. Why did... Basically, this man and woman had a baby. They are married. The man is Muslim. She is not. They got married after 10 months of dating because the man was like, listen, we've been doing this behind my family's back. We've been fornicating and all of this. We might as well get married. And she agreed to it. She didn't full-fledged believe in it, but she agreed. And after, I think, two, three months into their marriage, the Parents were asking, well, when are you going to have a baby? When are you going to have a baby? Because the guy was like, because of his religion, he basically, they believe in being fruitful and multiplying. So she ended up getting pregnant. Well, now the brother was one of the people mainly egging on that the baby was not there, was not, you know, his, was not his big brother's baby because... He looks like the ex. They started a whole family group chat and put a picture of the ex, a picture of the baby, 
and like the picture of her husband and like side by side and everyone's like oh this is the ex's baby this is not you know my son's baby this is da 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 and the family disrespected this woman the brother disrespected this woman and she had to defend herself by herself the husband did nothing so it came out that he was the father and he immediately dropped to his knees and apologized i'm so sorry baby i'm so sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm so sorry i i didn't know i wasn't sure yada yada blase blase and it's like now you and your family got to choke on all these words all these things y'all done called this girl so here's a couple things one when i get married not saying you forsake your family not saying that at all but when i get married i become your priority in a sense i my word we create our own unit my word should come before your your family or your brothers whatever the case may be you are not allowed to stand by and idly watch your family disrespect me because then i'm gonna be out painted out to be bad be the bad person because now i done got ignorant with your family and i done told your mama her wig is sit always sit sideways and it's dry like listen and her potato salad ain't good nor is her macaroni and cheese you gonna feel real played and upset that i done went off on your mama now i'm disrespectful even though she done disrespecting me your both your parents and your siblings that disrespected me called me out my name and denied ultimately their grandson and their nephew and you let it happen and you went right along with them at that point baby it's time for us to get a divorce them papers is sitting on the nightstand at the house there's no to me there's no amount of apology you can give because when you said i do and i said i do that should have been enough to know okay listen it's you before everybody and it's me before everybody i'm not going to let my family disrespect you you and you're not going to let your family disrespect me point blank period in the discussion because if that was the case one y'all rushed into this marriage 10 months y'all rushed into this marriage the guy was like we are well we're fornicating you been fine with it these 10 months baby you might as well just keep it going till you actually ready to get married you got married because of pressure from your family not because that you actually wanted to so i believe she ended up you know forgiving them whatever whatever baby more power to you because it couldn't have been me because that that's a different type of hurt you denying your child one that we we talked about we planned and created child that came from your nuts and that grew in my womb you're ultimately denying a piece of you because of your family because your family said so with no proof baby if you if we stay together i ain't buying nobody no type of gifts for christmas ramadan kwanzaa whatever y'all celebrate i ain't buying nobody no birthday gifts i'm not gonna pretend to like you i don't want to be around like Mm-mm. because that's that's uh, you created unnecessary static and it didn't have to be that like bruh you you chose and that's the that's the biggest thing it's like when you chose me 
And I chose you. We chose each other and we chose to say I do. That means you no longer attached to your family in a sense. That means you choosing to protect me no matter from who. Including your own family. You wouldn't let nobody in the street disrespect me. Why would you let your mama who hair thinning disrespect me? I'm sorry. I don't know if that man hit one. I'm sorry. But let's let like let's be real. Think about that. It, how would you react in that situation? Could you stay with the person? Number one. Could you stay with the person that disrespected you? And could you stay with the person that ultimately allowed others to disrespect you and they denied the child that y'all created? What would you do? Because me personally, it's hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Understand me. Hey, honeys. So we reached the segment, Hey, honey, if you're new here, Hey, honey, is where I give you advice from questions sent in or whatever life throws my way. Or I give empowering words. Now, empowering words means, listen, you can take it with a grain of salt or you can take it and apply it to your life. Okay? I'm just here to encourage and empower you. Listen, you don't have to take what I say seriously. Or, hey, if it moves something down deep within your spirit and shake your pinky toe a little bit, take it with you. I follow um, this page on Instagram. And in the caption, they'll do like an overall. I think it's I think it's a um, page that my friend Raven or my my pud introduced me to. Um, I think it's called Divine Something. Basically, they do readings with different signs. You know, your moon sign. Your I'm a Libra, but they do like an overall reading and like fortune, not fortune telling, but overall a reading. We'll say fortune telling right now, but it's not what it is. So in their captions at the end, they usually put, say, you know, take what applies with you and what doesn't leave it. So whatever I say, if it applies to your life or it affects you in in some type of way, positively, hopefully take it with you. What doesn't apply, leave it. Okay. But the topic for this, hey, honey is a lot of times we'll tell ourselves I can't before we'll tell ourselves I'll try. I can't remember if I've done this topic or not, but it hit me just randomly one day. Like, we'll be quick to say what we can't do before we even try doing it. It's like um, our brains are wired to keep us safe in a sense Steve Harvey once said this that a lot of times we won't go we won't take a leap of faith because our brain is wired to keep us in this box of uh you know oh we're gonna do what's reliable we're gonna do what makes sense we're gonna do what keeps us safe and comfortable and that's not going to take you far that's not going to help you live in your purpose. That's like 
our brain is wired for common sense reasons. If you touch a hot stove, like a baby that touches a hot stove, you tell them, at, at, don't touch. And they touch anyway. Okay, ah, it burned. It's hot. Don't touch. A lot of the times, we are that baby. It's hot. Don't touch. Reach and touch anyway. But instead of now, a child, they're not going to touch it again. But us as adults, we now know, okay, shoot, something is hot. I need to get something to cover my hand where I won't get burned. A lot of times in situations, if we've done something or we've experienced something in some way where, ow, it's hot, it burned us, we'll leave it alone like that child instead of going back and finding a new way or a new solution to do something of putting that mitt on that hand where you won't get burned or you won't get hurt. A lot of times we'll we'll say, oh, I can't do that. I can't start that business. I can't finish this degree. I can't be in a relationship with this person. I can't love myself unapologetically or unconditionally. Unconditionally, excuse me. I can't do all of these things before we actually try. And we genuinely try and put our all behind it. Because sometimes we try it once and it it didn't work in our favor instead of finding a new solution and trying again. Or it scares us. And it our brain is like, no, 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 this this is scary. Don't touch. Don't do it. Don't try. A lot of times we're so quick to be like, oh no, I can't do that. I can't lose this weight. That's, that was my thing. I can't lose this weight. I can't, um, with this podcast, I can't be consistent. I can't, it's never going to go anywhere. I can't do all of these things. A big thing that I'm learning about myself is independence. I, In a sense, I was wired where I always had someone to do the thing that I found difficult. I had someone to find the other find the solution for me instead of me having to do it. And now I'm in a state where I'm in my own place. I got to pay bills and I have to be independent. Independent. Jesus, I spit on myself. But I have to be independent. And my mind is wired like I can't because I haven't had to be besides when I was in college. And when I was in college, by the grace of God, I did good. I got by. It was days where I didn't eat. But I got by. I got my degree. I built friendships and all of that. But now, but I also still had my mom where, hey, I I need money for this or whatever the case may be. Now I'm in a position where... I, I still have my mom in a sense, or not even in a sense, I still have my mom, but I'm not trying to lean and depend on my mom to figure things out for me. Now I'm in a position where I have to do it myself. And my mind is saying I can't because I haven't had to do it before. Not for real, for real, not like this. I haven't had to do it before. So in my mind, I can't, I can't, I can't. When... I haven't tried. I haven't tried in a long time. And it's scary to me because I feel like I'm failing. 
or I feel like I'm behind the ball or I feel like I'm not doing as well as other people. Stop comparing yourself to other people because comparison steals your joy. But in my mind, I can't. I can't stand on my own two feet. I need somebody there to not take care of me, but to figure things out so I don't have to. I can't do this. Why is it that we're so quick to say I can't before we say I'll try? I will give this my best shot. I will give this my best effort. If it doesn't work this time, okay, take take what is needed. Take the lessons I learned. Leave what is not needed. Leave what did not serve the purpose I'm trying to accomplish. So for you, think of that thing that you keep saying that you cannot do before you've even tried. Think of that leap of faith you have yet to take. Because your mind is keeping you safe. Your brain is keeping you safe. Steve Harvey once, um, he has, he mentors young, you know, young men. And he has them write this list of 300 things. Um, I believe at one point it was 500, but now it's 300. But of 300 things, it's 300 things that you want. You could, and it can be anything. But write it down and make it plain. Put it on paper. This is in the Bible. I can't remember the verse right now. But write it down. It says in the Bible, write it down on tablets. Make it plain so that who, basically whoever comes behind you can read it and run with it. And that's just me paraphrasing. You can go find I think it's in 2 Corinthians. But write it down. Write, write the things you want down. No matter if it seems silly to other people. No matter no matter if it seems unattainable right now write it down make it clear and make it plain be be very specific make it clear make it plain so that when you read it the person that you're becoming the person in the future or even the person now can read it and run with it and they have a clear concise Notion. They have a clear, concise idea of, okay, this is what you want. This is what you want to accomplish. And he said most people get, he was like, you're going to get to about 75. Around 75, it's going to start becoming, becoming difficult. A lot of people can't get past 75. A lot of people don't hit 100. Because our mind and brain is wired to look at our current situation. And not to go beyond the current situation. When in actuality, we're meant to dream big. We're meant to go for those things that God called us to go for. So start trying. Stop saying I can't. Make you a list. Write it out. Make it clear. Make it plain. I have I have one. And I actually need to update it and redo it. But my list, I think I'm up to 80. I think, And I shocked myself because I didn't think I was up that high. But think of the things that you want. Make it clear. Make it plain. Write it out. Shoot for 300. No matter how big, how small it is, I want to lose five pounds. I want to lose two pounds. I want to get out of debt. I want to have money in my savings account. And it doesn't have to be these large. It doesn't have to be these large uh, 
goals or things it can be or such serious things for me mine was serious and playful i want to have a great credit score i also want to go to disneyland i want to go to disney world i want to meet shamar more i want i I put the things that I, i really deep down that i want i started writing them down shoot for a list shoot for 300 stop saying i can't and start saying i'll try and not just try, but you actually put the actions behind your try. You got this. I love you. Well, we have reached the end of Unique Speaks. I hope, I really hope I said something to make you think, to make you feel, to make you laugh, to make you at least for 30 seconds forget about everything that's going on or at least let it subside enough to let you smile so I I really part of me honestly feels like you know what it's not my funniest episode and shout out to my pud because she was like every episode is not gonna be a funny episode this is heavy stuff going on right now so I understand that more now than ever so I really hope I said something to make you laugh a little bit or to make you giggle a little bit or make you think about something other than the, excuse me, horrible things that is happening in this world right now. But we've reached Unique Speaks and Unique Speaks is when, Jesus, (laughs) Unique Speaks is when either I give you a quote or I give you a poem and I give you a poem because I'm a poet and I thought you should know it. So you're getting a quote this week because honestly, I couldn't think of anything to write that would sum up or speak to what's going on in the world or at least speak to put my words into feelings that can be understood in a sense. So you're getting a quote from the one and only Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., And I saw two quotes that I wanted to use. So the first one is, a riot is a language of the unheard. And the second one, which a lot of people know, is darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And we really right now are in the midst of darkness and more adding more hate to that adding more darkness to the darkness is not going to help change anything somebody somewhere has to be that light somebody somewhere has to be that beacon of hope where you know what it's a little bit of light even the smallest bit of light can drive out a large amount of darkness you just can't let darkness consume all of your light that's go that goes for this the state that we're in now this country that we're in right now and as well as in your own life you can't be consumed by the darkness because your light has to shine and drive away anything that could overshadow what God's plan is for you as well as hate you cannot hate another person that hates you because that's going to get you nowhere Hate can't drive out hate. It just adds to the fire and creates a bigger fire. Only love can do that. 
Now, is it hard to love someone who hates you? Yes. Is it going to work all the time? No. Are you going to have to shift your attitude sometimes from Martin Luther King to Malcolm X? Maybe. But love is the only thing that can drive out hate. You adding hateful comments or adding to hateful things in this world is not going to help you. You adding hateful moments and hateful comments to yourself when you're already in a bad situation. It's not going to help you. Only love can do that. And riot or sorry, riot basically is the language of the unheard. People are tired of not being heard. And a lot of these riots weren't even started by protesters. These protesters have been protesting peacefully. And they are still. It's like when siblings mess with each other. When the younger sibling annoys the older sibling. And keeps picking and picking and picking and picking and picking. And the older sibling ignores you for so long. After a while, they're going to snap. They're going to pop. And then they're going to snap, crackle, and pop your neck. Like, listen, they're going to start popping limbs out of place. People are tired of not being heard. The riots were actually, there were several riots that were actually started by police officers and off-duty police officers and under undercover police officers. And you see police officers t- busting water, t- taking thing, medical supplies away from protesters how do you think this is supposed to end? Especially when you keep picking and picking and picking and picking and picking. People are snap cracking and popping. And they finally really get it popping if justice is not served. So for everyone that's saying, oh, the riots are unnecessary and all of that, the riots weren't started by peaceful protesters, first off. But you didn't listen to us peacefully. You didn't listen to us when we tried to ask nicely, but now we got your attention. Once again, by something that was not started by us. So, you're going to have to deal with that. But, this is it for this episode. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow me at uniquely underscore spoken underscore words. And let me know how you will handle the situation or how you're handling things right now. As far as how you're kind of taking a breath and taking a moment to yourself. How you're protesting. How are you being safe while protesting? Do you know your rights? All of those things. Follow me. Uh follow me and let me know what you would do from about the situation from unique thoughts like follow me honey follow me follow me camera (laughs) but i love you until next time i will talk to you later red people if you want to know why i call you red people it's because my name is red and you are my people until next time i love you honey buns uh Lord, I always forget how I'm supposed to close out this show, Jesus. <laughs> but until next time, remember, L-O-V-E is all we need. I love you. Talk to you later. <laughs>